What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wolves of Investing podcast. This podcast was originally aired as a video on the Wolves of Investing YouTube channel. As always, we are not financial advisors. This content is based on opinions presented as is without warranty for entertainment purposes only. This is not financial nor any other kind of professional advice. Investments and securities involve risk of loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. This is not a securities offering. Please seek advice from a professional before making any financial decisions. Today we're going to talk about Blockchain Moon Acquisition Corp, ticker BMAQ. This is a pre-target SPAC that IPO'd a few weeks ago in October that intends to pursue a target in the area of blockchain technologies. This SPAC has four different securities, the common stock, the units, the rights, and the warrants. And on Fidelity and TD Ameritrade, they're listed as BMAQ, BMAQU, BMAQR, and BMAQW. And on Robinhood, as usual, only the stock is available. This is a SPAC that I alerted to my Patreons on Thursday when the warrants were trading at 32 cents. And if you're interested in supporting the channel and getting more insights into my SPAC portfolio and other portfolios, be sure to check out my Patreon. A link is in the video description. In full disclosure, I do have a position in the warrants. In this video, I'm first going to take a look at the SPAC management team. Second, I'm going to talk about the differences between the common stock, the warrants, the rights, and the units. Third, I'm going to go over my game plan for investing in this SPAC. And be sure to stay to the end of the video to hear about my special holiday promotion for my Patreon. All this right after... I am not a financial advisor. This video is for entertainment purposes only. Learn to invest like a wolf at your own risk. What's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel, Wolves of Investing. My name is Donnie Nguyen and I'm the founder of Wolves of Investing. If you're new, my channel is primarily about investing for growth. If you wanna learn how to achieve financial freedom through investing, be sure to click on that subscribe button and notification bell if you haven't yet. And please remember to drop a like on this video if you enjoy it, as it truly helps out the channel. So without further ado, let's get right into it. So Blockchain Moon Acquisition Corp is led by Enzo Villani, who is the chairman, CEO, and director, Wes Levitt, who is the chief financial officer, and four directors, James Haft, John Jacobs, David Schaffer, and Michael Turpin. Enzo Villani is currently the CEO and Chief Investment Officer of Alpha Sigma Capital, which is an investment fund focused on emerging blockchain companies and is focused on companies leveraging blockchain technology in areas such as fintech, AI, supply chain, and healthcare. From December 2017 to January 2020, he was also Chief Strategy Officer of a blockchain business called Transform Group. Transform Group represented the launch of over 37% of the altcoin market capitalization by 2019. 
He is the co-founder of Blockchain Wire and was the head of international strategy and innovation at OKEX. He was also co-founder of NASDAQ Global Corporate Solutions, co-founder and chief strategy officer of DF King Worldwide, where he managed two strategic M&A consolidations focused in the areas of market intelligence, investor relations, proxy solicitation, corporate governance, and fintech. So what I really like about his resume is that he has a very deep understanding of blockchain investments. And he has M&A experience, which leads me to believe that he will be able to successfully find a target, which is really important if you invest in the warrants or the rights, since they will expire worthless if the company doesn't complete a business combination. Next, we have Wes Levitt, the chief financial officer, who is currently the head of strategy at Theta Labs. Theta Labs is a San Jose-based software company that developed and launched the Theta blockchain. He has been a partner at Alpha Sigma Capital since February of 2020. Prior to entering the blockchain space, he spent eight years in investment roles in real estate equity and securitized debt. So what I like about his resume is his role as head of strategy at Theta Labs. Theta Labs is affiliated with the Theta coin, which is the 30th highest ranked cryptocurrency by market cap, according to coinmarketcap.com. What this tells me is that he also has a very deep understanding of blockchain investing. Next, we have James Haft, who is the founder of Pal Capital and Pal Genesis Fund and co-founder of Crypto Oracle, Crypto Mondays, NXTP Labs, ClimateCoin, Condo.com, Houses.com, and StartupHub.nyc. He is focused on the adoption of distributed ledger tech and other decentralized secure data platforms and solutions. I haven't heard of many of these companies, but his blockchain experience seems solid. Next, we have John Jacobs, who worked at NASDAQ in a variety of positions. He was a senior advisor and principal consultant to NASDAQ's CEO and president. He was also NASDAQ's chief marketing officer and EVP for the Global Marketing Group and the EVP of the Global Index Group. He also established and built the Global Index Group from the ground up and created one of the largest ETF fund families in the world, built on his creation of QQQ, the ETF tracking the NASDAQ 100 index. So he doesn't list any blockchain experience, but I'm sure you all know what the QQQ is. So that's very impressive that he was involved with creating the QQQ. Next, we have David Schaffer, who was co-founder and executive chairman of the GDA Group, and its vertically integrated portfolio of digital asset companies. Since 2019, he acted as the CEO at Secure Digital Markets, the brokerage arm of GDA, which over a period of four years has grown to become Canada's largest digital asset liquidity provider operating. He also co-founded Agency North, a national marketing agency catering to Fortune 500 and multinational clients. I haven't heard of any of these companies, but it seems like he has deep blockchain investment experience. 
Finally, we have Michael Turpin, who is an investor, public relations expert, and has led over 120 campaigns in cryptocurrency and blockchain companies and foundations. Currently representing over 45% of the alternative coin market capitalization. Since October 2018, he has been the CEO of Transform Group International LLC, a diversified services company to the blockchain industry. From March 2015 to September 2018, he was the CEO of Transform Group LLC in charge of the company's U.S. operations. His business activities include the launches of Augur, Counterparty, Dash, Ethereum, Factum, Golem Network, Lisk, MadeSafe, and Tether, as well as ongoing public relations and strategic advisory campaigns for Bittrex and Shapeshift. He co-founded BitAngels, the world's first angel network for digital currency startups. So the thing that impresses me most about his resume is the launch of all those cryptocurrencies. I've heard of all of them and either have or have had investments in some of them at one time or another. Of course, we all know Ethereum, which is the number two cryptocurrency by market cap. So in summary, the thing that impresses me most about this team is their deep knowledge of blockchain investing, as well as their M&A experience. Next, let's take a look at the differences between the common stock, the warrants, the rights, and the units. The common stock, BMAQ, has a $10 floor. And for those of you new to SPAC investing, that means that if they don't complete a business combination by their deadline, investors will get the $10 back plus interest, if there is any. And even if they pick a target, investors can still redeem their shares for the $10 plus interest. And the redemption period is usually offered to investors a week or two before the business combination date. This back is unique because they only gave themselves 12 months to complete a business combination, instead of the 24 months which most backs give themselves. Assuming they don't extend their deadline, this is great for investors in the common stock who are able to get the stock below $10 because the most that their money can be tied up is one year. The common stock closed at $9.76 on Friday. So that gives us a 2.5% return to park our money there. Plus additional upside if the SPAC picks a target that the market goes nuts over. So in my opinion, the common stock at $9.76 offers a very good risk reward. Next, let's take a look at the warrants, BMAQW. The warrants are also unique in that they are redeemable to purchase one half of a share of common stock. The exercise price is $11.50 per full share, subject to adjustment as described in their prospectus. So when the warrants become exercisable, assuming no adjustments, we'll need to exercise two warrants and pay $11.50 to get one stock. So when the warrants become exercisable, assuming no adjustments, we'll need to give up two warrants and pay $11.50 to get one stock. As usual, the warrants will become exercisable on the later of the completion of an initial business combination 
and 12 months from the date of the prospectus. So according to the current terms, they won't become exercisable until at least October of 2022. And because the warrants may only be exercised for whole numbers of shares, only warrants in multiples of two may be exercised at any given time. Another unique feature of these warrants is their early redemption clause. Normally, SPACs include the $18 early redemption clause, but for this SPAC, it's $16.50. And as usual, if the warrants don't get redeemed early and the terms of the warrants don't change, the warrants will also expire five years after the completion of an initial business combination. And they will also expire worthless if the SPAC doesn't complete a business combination by their deadline. To learn more about SPAC warrants, check out this video I made, SPAC Warrant Basics for Beginners. Next, let's take a look at the rights, BMAQR. So the holder of a right will receive one-tenth of one share of common stock upon consummation of the initial business combination. Like the warrants, the rights will also expire worthless if they are unable to complete an initial business combination within the required time period. No fractional shares will be issued upon exchange of the rights, and upon conversion of the rights, the company will make the determination of how they treat the fractional shares. So you may just lose it, or they may pay it out in cash. In my opinion, I would just stay on the safe side and buy the rights in multiples of 10. Rights are pretty cool because unlike warrants, you don't need to pay an exercise fee. Your 10 rights just become one common stock. Your broker may charge a commission, so be sure to check with your broker about any of their fees. Finally, let's take a look at the units, BMAQU. Each unit consists of one share of common stock, one redeemable warrant, and one right. So if you are interested in separating the units into the stock, warrants, and rights, you're probably gonna to wanna to invest in multiples of 10 in order to get the maximum value from the rights. To learn more about units, check out this video I made about SPAC units. So what is my game plan? As I mentioned earlier, I do have a position in the warrants and I was able to get in at 32 cents per warrant. And they're already up nearly 100% in one day. That's the nature of warrants. They're very volatile. They can go up 100% in a day, but they can also drop 50% or more in a day as well. So you have to be very comfortable with volatility if you trade warrants. I prefer the warrants because of the huge upside potential. For now, I just plan to hold the warrants and my initial price target is $2.50. I may take profits earlier, but $2.50 is where I would strongly consider taking profits if I'm lucky enough for it to go that high. It really depends on market conditions, but if SPACs get hot again, then I'm gonna try to get greedy and set up multiple higher price targets in case this becomes a monster like DWAC. The common stock at $9.76 looks very compelling. I don't currently own the common stock, but I may try to start a position on Monday if the price stays below $9.80. The great thing about this back is its 12 month deadline to find a target. 
So it's almost like buying a less than 12 month CD with additional potential for upside. The rights also look very interesting at 38 cents. We're basically paying $3.80 for the target company, whatever that ends up being. Assuming they find a target company, it would be very hard for me to think that it would tank to $3.80 right after the business combination. I mean, even if the stock tanked hard to $6 right after the business combination, we'd still be up 50%. And if it's a hot target, the stock could end up being significantly higher than $10. So I don't have a position in the rights, but I may consider starting one if they remain cheap. The biggest risk with the rights and the warrants is that they expire worthless if the SPAC can't complete a business combination by the deadline. To manage that risk, I usually keep these trades below 1% of my entire portfolio. And finally, we have the units. Because the stock, the warrants, and the rights are already trading separately from the units, I personally don't like the units because it's a hassle to separate them. Even if there's an arbitrage opportunity where the units are cheaper than the sum of the parts, it will still take a couple of days to separate the unit and your broker may charge a commission. So the arbitrage opportunity needs to be large enough to overcome both of those obstacles. All right, so thanks for making it to the end. I just wanted to let you all know that I'm running a special holiday promotion for my Patreon. All of my Patreon members who make a payment in November and December will get their December payments refunded. So it's a two for one special and I'm gonna start processing all of the promotional refunds by December 10th. So be sure to check out my Patreon if you're interested. A link is in the video description. All right, so let me know what you think about Blockchain Moon Acquisition Corp. Drop me a line in the comments. Be sure to leave a like on this video before leaving. Thanks for watching, and I will see you next time.